Hey everybody and welcome to the Game Pastor, welcome to the Tavern, and today we're going to be talking about conflicts and conflict resolution. And I just spilt my entire cup of coffee, so I'm feeling very conflicted. Come right back. Okay, welcome back to the show. Uh, yeah, I did. I literally just spilt my entire cup of coffee. <laughs> just before we started recording, uh, I, I had it sitting on the table, and it fell off of the table and all over the floor. Uh, and, and if you noted from the last episode, I'm, I'm sitting at my dining room table with the green screen behind me. That's my studio. And so I, I'm mopping it up with a towel at my feet even as we speak. So I'm very conflicted because I don't have my coffee. And if you know me, uh, especially if you know me from my ministry side, uh, you know, I, I, I live on coffee in Jesus. So, <laughs> you know, to, to be going through this is, is very painful for me. Um, you know, how could this possibly happen? This is just not, not a good thing uh, to have taken place. But you know, things happen and, and we, we move on, right? I mean, that's that's the old expression. So uh, anyway, <laughs> we're talking about conflicts and conflict resolution. Um, and I'm not talking about within the game because, you know, conflicts within the game are designed. I mean, they're, they're on purpose. You want the characters to go through conflict. You want them to go through um, struggles. Um, most of the time it's combat of some sort uh, where they're going to be fighting uh, the bad guys. They're going to be facing off against uh, the big bad evil guy or a group of uh, goblins or um, giant rats, which seems to be what's killing all of my players recently. Um, it's amazing how, how deadly giant rats can be. Um, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about... Uh, within game conflicts, I'm talking about at the table conflicts. And we've talked a little bit about um, like, you know, how you have house rules and stuff like that to try to head off any of those kinds of things. But every once in a while you have player against player conflict or sometimes character against character conflict where, um, and it's usually born out of player against player conflict where you have a player and another player who just don't seem to get along. And so they're constantly within the game, their their characters will contradict each other. They'll fight against each other. Um, had a situation like that this past week uh, where I have uh, a set of siblings. Actually, I have two sets of siblings in my group. Um, and uh, where one character, where one of the players uh, was the brother of another player, he was trying to be deceptive and trying to uh, convince somebody that he was a noble lord and that he had, um, you know, all of these other people of the party were his servants, which of course they didn't really care for. They didn't like him 
saying that they were his servants. Um, <laughs> his his siblings immediately were like, "He's lying! He's lying!" You know, they're shouting it out at the table at the NPC. You know, he's lying. He's lying. So they were immediately contradicting. Uh, what he as a player was trying to do with his character. And I thought, you know, hey, at least he's trying, you know. And he actually had succeeded his deception role. Um, but because uh, because they as characters were immediately contradicting, contradicting, bleh, I can't talk today. Maybe it's because I don't have my coffee. Can y'all please feel sorry for me? You know, comment below how sorry you feel for me because I don't have my coffee today. Uh, they were immediately contradicting his uh his character's actions, it did cause table conflict. You know, again, as siblings, you know, they kind of started bickering back and forth. That's that's siblings for you, right? Uh, sometimes you don't have siblings, though. Sometimes it's deeper than that. Sometimes it's um, maybe a little pers more personal than that. People have uh, work conflicts, and they they work together, and they show up at the table. And they can't let go of what happened at work, you know. And so they're they're angry, they're frustrated, and they care. They take it out on each other at the table. Uh, maybe maybe it's a married couple, and maybe maybe they they had a fight like on the way to the game, and it, the fight's still going on. Only now it's taking place inside the game. Um, you know, all kinds of things like that can happen, and. As a day, as a DM, as a game master, you're you're not obviously prepared to take care of that because you know you weren't expecting it. It's not part of your planned conflicts for uh, your storyline, and these are obviously very real and very personal issues that go beyond what can be resolved inside the framework of the game. So, what do you do? How do you? How do you deal with that? Of course, now as a game pastor, you know, I can I can step outside of my role as game master and I can say, hey, as pastor, let me let me deal with this. Let me um, address this issue. But not everybody is skilled and 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 confident enough in interpersonal relationships to be able to do that. And I I get that. I understand that completely. But, you know, the heart of this game is uh, even according to to their own uh game their own player's manual it says you know this is interactive this is cooperative this is you know getting along with one another uh to tell an interactive story everybody's contributing everybody's participating you know what do you do how do you deal with that well you know sometimes sometimes the hard choices do have to be made and let's start let's start with uh what's probably the hardest choice that you have to make when you have just an interactive or an, an interruptive is the word I'm looking for interruptive um, conflict between players that is disrupting the game. Now, remember, I've always said this, and I said this last week, this is just a game. Real life has to take priority. And if these people have a serious conflict with each other to where they can't get along, they can't play together, um, they need they need to step out of the game and deal with this. Um, and you know, as a game master, if you're not qualified, if you don't feel qualified to be able to direct that conflict resolution, you know, the least you can say is, "Hey, um, I, I 
I don't feel that the game is necessarily the right place for us to be dealing with that. Can you guys take it elsewhere? Or, um, you know, if you don't feel like you can play together anymore, um, you know, you might have to, you might have to say, we'll have to say goodbye to, to one or both of you. And that's a hard thing to do, especially if they're friends, especially if they're family, you know, to say, Hey, I can't, um, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this conflict of interest, this, this uh, conflict of personality at my table. Now you may disagree with me and, and, and I, I encourage you if, if you do, please leave a comment below. But I feel like sometimes it's better to, to be willing to lose that for the sake of the game. Now, not that the game is more important than life, but to say, you know, the unity of the game, the, the cohesiveness of the game doesn't need to be disrupted by what's going on out here. The game is actually supposed to be what brings us all together and make us work together or help us work together. And if this is something that's going to create conflict and, and be destructive, it's much better for this to be taken outside. And if that being taken outside means that you have to leave the group for a period of time or even maybe permanently so that the relationships that you have with the people within the group is salvaged. Uh, maybe that's, maybe that is the best, you know, I can't, I can't answer all of the scenarios. All I can say is simply that there's obviously something that needs to happen. That's, you know, and that, again, that would be like the most severe consequences to say, Hey, we we've got to cut this right now. And you've got to step outside. You've got to take this beyond the realms of the game. This is a conflict that started outside of the game. It needs to be taken outside of the game and dealt with. Um, for for lesser consequences. Now, obviously, we don't want to we don't want to bring real life punishments into the game. And if you're not a very strong uh, game master or dungeon master, you may uh, you may be tempted to retaliate by imposing in-game restrictions or in-game punishments because of behavior of outside game players, you know, uh, even even if it's against each other and they're not necessarily against you, you may say, hey, okay, we're going to, you know, you you take a side and, and I'm going to punish the other person. You can't do that either. Um, so that's not an option. It's not a good thing to do because as a game master, you're you're supposed to be impartial. All of your players are equal in your eyes and you're not supposed to be taking sides. You've got to try to maintain that impartiality. So you don't want to deal with it in the game if it's an outside of the game issue. Now, obviously, uh, a, a, a second level or a step down from the just kicking somebody out or kicking both of them out of the game even for a period of time, would be to come to to come to them outside of the game and say, hey, your behavior is disrupting the game. Can you please resolve it before next week's episode and before next week's game? Because I really don't want to have to kick you guys out. Can you please get this resolved? Make sure you're working well together before the next session. I care about you. You're both my friends. Let's Let's get this resolved, right? I mean, that's that would be a, a more logical step rather than just kicking people out that, you know, you're done. 
Um, but again, I'm saying I'm going in reverse order. So this would be like, you know, the worst, the worst case scenario is, hey, you guys just obviously can't get along. You're completely destroying the game. Please step out, get this resolved. Maybe you can come back in when everybody at the table says you can come back in, but otherwise you're gone. You know, second level down would be talk to them outside of the game and say, you've got to get this resolved. You've got to figure out what's going on and you've got to fix it. Otherwise, you know, we may have to escalate. We may have to take it to that that next level. Um, to to bring it down a little, for, uh, you know, to bring it down a little bit more. Um, like in the case of of sibling rivalry, just for siblings are you know doing what siblings do. Um, you know, you could ignore it. You could say, hey, it's just siblings. It's just kids doing what kids do. Or you could say, hey, okay. I need to step in here and I need to, uh, again, as a game master who's trying to direct and coordinate a unified group or a unified effort in storytelling, um, if if it's becoming disruptive, you, you can do a redirect, what, what, we, what we call um, in counseling, redirection, where you redirect from the negative energy into something that's positive. Um, you know, give a random encounter that will take them away from the chewing at each other to where now they're focused on a common enemy and they're working together. So that, that way, you know, at least that little that little conflict is resolved because they have something in common to fight against. They have something in common to work toward, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, <clears throat> if only real life were that easy. You know, there's there's ways you can handle things in the game that you can't handle in real life. Real life conflicts, um, unfortunately, do take a little bit more. Um, and sometimes, again, as game masters, maybe even as game masters, you say, "I don't, I don't want to get involved." It's you know, it's, I'm just the game master. I'm, I have no skin in this game between them, other than the game. You know, the game is the only thing that I have in re, in. Um, connection with these people and their fought their fight their conflict is is on them i don't want to get involved well that's certainly one way to deal with it but um you know if they're your friend if they're if they're people that you do truly care about you are going to have to get involved at some point you're going to have to whether you want to or not um and especially as a Christian game master, especially as a Christian DM, um, because you know we're we're invited by the Holy Spirit uh, and the presence of God to be one body, to be united together uh, in the body of Christ. We are brothers and sisters in the Lord. We are um, a family, as it were. And so these conflicts do become our conflicts, if only because of the fact that it is conflict within the family of God. And so we we should strive. We should. The Bible says to strive to maintain the unity. Ephesians chapter four verse three. It says, "Do everything that you can uh, to to live at peace with one another, to to maintain that unity in the Holy Spirit. That we're all together in this. We're all part of this together." And so. Um, when you see brothers and sisters squabbling, you see parts of your family, uh, whether it's your immediate family or, like I said, the extended family of God, 
you do need to step in and you do need to to say hey i need to i need to be i i can't say a referee but i do need to do something and i need to be able to help and this is where conflict resolution really does depend upon how much do they trust you how much do you you know how much influence do you have in their life and also how much and how willing are you to be used by God to let God just use you to step in? Because it's a very uncomfortable thing to step in in the middle of a fight, especially when it's with other people. Now, if it's you in the fight, if you're the one who's in the middle of the conflict, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you you know what you got to do. Uh, the Bible says you got to forgive and you got to you got to you know not hold it against your brother. Um, all of those kinds of things we can we can. I could literally go on and preach a sermon on on forgiveness and how to how to get along with one another, uh, but that's not what the point of this thing is. This this is about conflict resolution. This is about getting along, and and figuring out how you're going to uh, cooperate, how you're going to to do what needs to be done. And so, uh, if I could, if I could maybe push this envelope just a little bit further to say when we have conflict whether it's our personal conflict with other people or we see two other people that we care about having conflict we have to do something and it's it's very easy like i said it's very easy to say hey not my circus not my monkeys i don't want to have to deal with it I'm, I, I, I kind of fall into that category. I don't like conflict. I don't like having to confront people. Um, mostly because I, I'm, I'm kind of at that age in my life where it's like, you know, you should know better, right? Um, but at the same time, I understand that there's a lot of people who aren't. They're not at the same spiritual um, point in their life that I'm at. And I have to be willing to to stop where I'm at and and help other people along, um, but and so that sometimes means that there's conflict that has to be resolved. But the biggest thing is I've got to be willing to be used. I've got to be willing to step into that conflict, step into that fray, and allow God to use me to help bring brothers and sisters who are in conflict together. Uh, to bring them out of that conflict, to bring them to resolution. And that, again, it's not easy. I'm not saying that it is. There is nothing easy about it. It's literally, you know, being the referee in the middle of, uh, you know, Rocky IV. <laughs> you, know, you run the risk of getting your face punched in, uh, you know, by Drago or Rocky. I mean, it's both of them going. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy. But if you are truly desirous, is that a word, desirous? Uh, if you truly want to see this re this resolved, if you want to see this conflict fixed, you have to be willing to step in and say, okay, hey, let's let's sit down, let's talk, let's pray, let's um, let's work this out. And you know, you have to remain the neutral party and say, I'm not picking sides. I'm not choosing sides. I'm I'm willing to talk to either side and see if we can't figure out how to fix this. But understand that sometimes they can't be fixed. 
sometimes there's conflicts that somebody's is is hey i'm not i'm not i'm not willing to do with it i'm not willing to go for it and that happens it does um things happen that that will will be um you know they'll say hey i'm not i'm not willing to 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 forgive i'm not willing to resolve yeah nothing you can do about it at that point you have to just you know well i gotta walk away from it i gotta i gotta leave it behind and that hurts it does hurt especially when you've put forth the effort to try to fix it you've tried to resolve um but again just like in the game where you have to say i'm i'm willing to kick these people out so that the unity of the game is maintained sometimes in your real life you have to say i'm willing to cut people off from my life so that my my unity my sanity my peace is maintained now that doesn't mean that's the first step that doesn't mean that's the you know i'm just cutting everybody off and never going to talk to you again that's always a last resort always try to resolve the conflict first always try to take it um to them and say let's fix this let's get this resolved that's that shows a sign of maturity first of all it shows that you've grown up you know you're not you're not a child squabbling over a toy but you're actually saying hey i'm willing to i'm willing to do whatever it takes to fix this and 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 restore relationship second of all it also you know the bible says that when you when you do restore someone you've gained your brother you've gained them back um you didn't lose them you didn't uh, you didn't have continued conflict with them and you certainly didn't damage uh, the relationship any further they've been restored to you and now peace is is and once again maintained of course you know like i said if you do have to go to that extreme part where you have to just cut them off and you have to to let them go you know even paul had to do that paul had to say hey there's some people that i have to just cut them off. I mean, some, some parts of scripture, he says, I had to turn them over to the devil. I mean, you know, that sounds really odd. I turn them over to the devil. <laughs> so, well, you know, I, it, it, he's, what he's saying is we had conflict, we had an issue and it was not resolvable. And I had to just say, okay, there you go. Um, I got to I got to go on doing what I got to do for the Lord. And I, whatever you're doing, you know, Bye. Uh, and that's a very harsh thing to do, but sometimes it is necessary. Um, and I hope it never comes to that. I hope that you as a player, you as a Christian, you as a dungeon master, you never have to experience that. But if you do, you need to understand that you are in good company, that even Paul had to do that. Um, even even the disciples, Jesus would say, if you go into a town and they just will not receive you, they're just not going to receive the words that you have to say, get to the edge of town shake the dust off your sandals and just move on. Um, it happens, you know, that sometimes conflicts just will not be resolved. When it happens, you got to move on in your walk with the Lord and you've got to continue on doing what God wants you to do. In the game, when conflicts come up that just will not be resolved, you've got to do what you've got to do in order to maintain the unity of the game, that the game continues on and it moves forward. Otherwise, it's not going to be worth anything. It's not going to be worth continuing. You might as well just call it quits. You might as well just disband and, and go home. And nobody wants that. I mean, it is a game. It is, you know, it's not as important as real life, but 
you know, for those of us who are enjoying it, we don't want it to have it disrupted because somebody else's inability to maintain their composure and maintain their ability to set aside conflict to come to the table um, mars it for everybody else. So um, where am I going with all this? What I'm trying to say is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3, again, by whatever means that you can, strive to maintain the unity in the Holy Spirit, living at peace with one another. Try to do that. Do it whatever you can, whether in the game, outside of the game, do what you need to do to get along, not like, like not character to character, player to player, game master to player. Um, in real life, person to person, Christian to Christian, Christian to non-Christian, um, strive to maintain that unity, strive to maintain that peace. Because that's what, you know, and 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 we're dealing with in a world right now where where the biggest the biggest news is conflict. There's conflict over in Europe right now. Um, you know, and you can't you can't help but wonder what would have happened if somebody, if somebody hadn't done something that would have maybe supported peace a little more. Um you know, and I don't, I don't know who that would have been. I'm not an expert in, in political warfare. Um, I'm a veteran. I've, I've, I've served my country, but you know, what, what causes governments to go to war with one another? I, I don't know why they can't sit down at a table and talk it out and work it out. I don't know, but I know as a Christian, I know as a game master, I know as somebody who has done counseling now for over 30 years, sitting down at a table and talking it over and, and working it out with a neutral party that somebody who will listen to both sides is often the best way to resolve it. And it's the best way to get past it so that you are restored to one another. And that's the goal. Conflicts can be resolved if you have, both of you have a, have a, have a goal of restoring your relationship. Now, if you don't, if, if, if one of the parties is saying, nope, not going to happen, I'm done, wash my hands, finished, well, nothing you can do to resolve it. Um, you know, and again, just like in the game, if, if you have a bad guy who just says, absolutely not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take over this village or take over this, this region and, and, I'm not willing to sit and talk. Well, you know, that's where you send in your, your, your team of good guys to fight the bad guy. Right. Um, you know, conflict can't be resolved. So you have to have conflict, but in real life, we don't want to have conflict. We don't want to have struggles that are, that are unnecessary. We're going to have struggles that the world throws at us, but these aren't unnecessary. You and I should get along. We should get along with other people. We should be able to get along with players that are sitting at our table. We should be able to get along with people that are in our church. We should be able to get along with people that are in our house. We should be able to get along with people that we work with. We should be able to get along with the people that we see on the street. And the easiest way to do that is to just do everything that's within our power to maintain that peace, to just get along with one another. You know, it's not that hard. That's really the easiest thing that can be done. So, you know, I know this hasn't been a very uplifting as far as, hey, this is fun and a lot of excitement, but 
you know, like I said, we're facing a world right now where conflict is literally top top notch in the news cycle. Um, you know, and I'm just trying to bring it down to where we can deal with it in our life. If you've ever had an unusual conflict, if you've ever had an unusual scenario where you had a player conflict, something that came into the game that had started outside of the game, and you had to deal with it in a very unusual way, would you comment and let me know down below? Uh, otherwise, I would love for you to help me grow this channel. Like, subscribe, share it. Uh, pass it on to people who you think might enjoy hearing about role-playing games from a Christian perspective. Hear about uh, how we bring the Bible and bring the good news into the game and how we, we kind of incorporate and roll it all into one. That would be so fantastic for me. Uh, it would help us grow this channel and, and help us reach a, a, a wider audience. If you're watching on YouTube or on, on, on the video side of it, uh, you know, like I said, please give us a like, give us a thumbs up, give us a share. If you're listening on, on the podcast side of it, where you're, where you're uh, on Spotify or Anchor or, or wherever, uh, make sure that you're sharing that uh, to as many of your friends as you can, because that helps us grow. Again, the, the bigger our reach, the, the more content we can produce. So again, like, subscribe, and share. Otherwise, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to email me directly, you can. I love to hear from my fans. Uh, you can reach me at thegamepastor at gmail.com. That's thegamepastor at gmail.com. Uh, I open up that email address and I'll read everything that you guys send to me. So uh, com communicate with me. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what's going on in your game. Uh, and like I said, uh, if, if you have had an interesting conflict resolution at your game table, please comment. Let me know down below. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, God bless you. God loves you. And know that we'll be back to talk to you again real soon.